0: He wasn't sure what awakened him. Perhaps it was some vestigial bit of the low-grade defenses he kept running at minimal power, even when he wasn't concentrating on them. Or perhaps it was the sudden movement next to him in the bed. Whatever it was, when his eyes flickered open sometime in the early hours of the morning, the first thing he saw was Lindsay looming over him, her arm raised above her head. What? he started confused. The next two things his foggy brain registered were simultaneous. Lindsay's eyes were glowing with a faint reddish-orange color, and her arm, holding something, was plunging down toward his chest. He flung himself sideways, and whatever she had in her hand sunk into the bed where he'd been. Still reacting purely on instinct, he rolled back over and gripped her wrist. Something fell from her hand and dropped with a tiny thump on the mattress. "Lindsay," he snapped. "What are you doing?" Enough light streamed in from the window that he could see her face. Her expression was twisted into a chilling grin, her eyes still glowing with that odd light. "Go back where you came from, Mageline," she whispered. Her voice didn't sound like Lindsay. It had a rough, rasping quality that suggested something unfamiliar was using it. "What?" Stone, still gripping her wrist, threw her over on her back and took hold of her other wrist as well, holding her down. Lindsay, what the hell are you on about? Go while you still can, the voice that was not Lindsay's whispered. You cannot stop us. Your friend is ours now. Get out and we will spare you. Remain and we will use everyone in this town to destroy you. Stone stared, heart pounding the half-sleepy fuzziness in his brain burning off, he thought, fast. Shifting to magical senses, he took a good look at Lindsay and was not at all surprised to see the same faint aura he thought he'd spotted on the boy who tried to strangle him yesterday. Let her go, he growled. Get out of her now, you bastard. Face me in your true form, and what do you mean, my friend, is yours? She chuckled an unwholesome sound entirely incongruous with her normally pleasant tones. (laughs) Give up, mageling. You don't have the power to turn us away. Your friend is lost to you. Go now or bear the guilt of what will come. And then, as suddenly as it had come, the eerie expression left her face and the glow left her eyes. Lindsay looked up at Stone, bewildered. Alistair? What's going on? Stone released her wrists and spun, trying to spot whatever had just vacated her body, but all traces of it were gone. He sat upright, puffing, teeth gritted in frustration. Alistair? She touched his shoulder. Is something wrong? He lowered his head into his hands, shoving his hair up into untidy spikes. No, he whispered. Lindsay sat up next to him. What's going on? Are you all right? As he stared at her, the shocked realization came. She doesn't have any idea why I'm agitated. She doesn't remember any of it. She had no idea what had just occurred, that she had very likely just tried to murder him, just like the kid at Bart's. He felt around next to him until his hand fell on the hard, smooth form of what she dropped. It was a slender letter-opener, its blade now bent to the side where the mattress had turned it. He looked at it in disbelief for a moment, then back at her. The thing might not have been enough to kill him, but if she'd managed to drive it into his chest in the right place, it definitely could have made a good try at it. I, he began. He was shaking. Already his mind was putting together the implications of what the thing that had taken over Lindsay had said— Bloody hell. Alistair, you're scaring me. You and me both...